The financial services top-level domain, .bank, is now being rolled out, and banking institutions are signing up for registration of this new URL at record pace. But as institutions embark upon this new domain territory, they must brace for new fraud-related concerns, experts agree. And while .bank is considered to be among the most secure TLDs currently on the market, banking industry leaders want to ensure that institutions are using .bank to its fullest potential for everything from more secure and authenticated email to stronger branding. Here during this second part of a two-part panel interview about .bank and other TLDs, Craig Schwartz, Managing Director of FTLD Registry Services, Doug Johnson of the American Bankers Association, and Dave Jevons of the Anti-Phishing Working Group discuss just exactly what the rollout of .bank means and why it is poised to set big changes in motion for the financial services industry. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. I'd like to move into some of the security concerns specifically. And David, I know that this is an area that's perfect for you. In fact, just a couple of weeks ago, we spoke about some recent results that were gathered by the Anti-Phishing Working Group that relate to TLDs. So there are some security concerns that are related to exploiting some of these domains, especially as we go through this transition period from .com to a .xyz, for instance. Could you give us some idea about some of the risks that are associated with these two domains, .com and perhaps some other TLD, running or functioning simultaneously? Tracy, running multiple domains is, uh, is actually a good idea for financial institutions and for any company, really. Certainly with .bank, with the vetting procedures they've got, it's really, I would suggest, the most secure TLD as far as verification of who's actually registering those domains. But so I don't perceive that there's a big problem there in, in having multiple domains. I do feel that .com is not going away. I think that most banks who've operated under .com for the last 10, 15, or even 20 years will not be removing those. So I think they will be running both domains at the same time. We may see transaction services moving over to .bank. I will be very interested to see if .bank will eventually require extended validation certificates, which would provide that green toolbar that, uh, that we see when we visit those websites. So, David, let's talk a bit about some of the vulnerabilities that are associated with the TLDs themselves, so not just running in an environment where you have dot-coms and TLDs running together, but just the TLDs themselves. So the APWG recently issued a report about phishing trends in top-level domains, noting that many of these new domains are easily spoofed and therefore susceptible to fraud. Could you just give us some context here? Why would a top-level domain be more susceptible to fraud, perhaps, than a dot-com? Well, some of the newer top-level domains have only been in existence for months, and they're operated by smaller companies that just don't have the security regimen to vet who's signing up for those domains. In fact, there are registrars who are offering domains for free, um, so there's really no validation at all on those. And many of them are offering really very low-cost domain registrations under those TLDs, and that means there's just very little vetting. There are almost no controls around how do you take a domain down that has been registered under one of these TLDs. And you know, the nice thing about .bank is you know, by having a much more vetted system, they're not going to have those same problems. So I don't feel like we're going to have a problem of fishers squatting in the .bank domain, 
but certainly we are seeing a lot of these other TLDs becoming home to fishers who are figuring out, for example, the registrars under a TLD are giving them away for free, or they aren't doing a very good job of looking at credit card fraud, or they don't have a takedown process, so a domain may sit up there for days or weeks at a time after it's been identified as fraudulent. So Dave makes some good points, Doug and Craig, so I'd like to, to go back to both of you for a moment here and talk a little bit about some of the activity that's taking place to ensure that the dot .bank TLD is secure. So earlier we were talking about this monitoring service that's provided by this company, Architelos, that's partnered to help you, Craig, with monitoring TLDs. Could you just give us an idea about what Architelos does and the service it provides? Sure. So Architelos offers a product called Name Century. And what it effectively does is it assembles feeds from a number of abuse, abuse reporting organizations, such as the Anti-Fishing Working Group and Spam House and others. And what they do is they collect this data, they do analysis of it, and then they provide a report to us on a daily basis on anything that they're seeing in the way of abuse on a .bank domain. That's one feature of the service that they offer broadly to many, many new TLDs. The other more specialized product that they have created for us is to monitor compliance by our registrants or the, the entities that purchase domain names with all of the security requirements. So for example, DNSSEC is a requirement and on the one hand, VeriSign as our infrastructure service provider makes sure that every domain name registration that resolves in the DNS has the appropriate DS record or DNSSEC component the step that Architelos undertakes is to make sure that that DNS record or that DNS key is valid. So th that's an example of, of a piece of data that they monitor for us. They will also be ensuring that entities have the right email authentication record that is either DMARC and SPF or DKIM associated with their registration to be in compliance with our email authentication requirements. So they are a key strategic partner monitoring compliance with requirements and abuse detection and when you add in what we're doing with semantic in the way of verification of registrants before domain names are awarded and VeriSign's platform for providing a secure space for our registrars and registrants. It's, it's really a TLD that is unmatched by anyone in the space today and we're very, really very excited and pleased to be bringing it to the financial services sector. And I would assume then that this particular service is pretty unique when it comes to monitoring TLDs. Is that correct? I'm not aware of any other TLD operator that is implementing the requirements that we are, although we did ask ICANN to make them mandatory. So I couldn't speak for whether they're offering it to anybody else, but they are developing it for us now uh, specifically for .bank. Something else that ties in with top-level domains but isn't directly tethered to it is email authentication. Of course, this is something that we've talked a lot about within the context of DMARC. Doug, from your perspective, how is the ABA working to educate banking institutions about the need for not only TLDs but also for DMARC and other initiatives that help with stronger email authentication? Well, as, as recently as just before this call, I was with, for instance, the Nebraska Bankers Association for a lunch. and. The conversation was supposed to be about cybersecurity, and it turned out to be all about .bank, which was very exciting in and of itself because these were the CEOs 
in the leadership of the Nebraska bankers. And so I, I think that the fact that the CEOs were asking questions associated with email and, and associated with site spoofing and associated with um, how they were going to uh, be able to integrate their core processors into the process as well. So I think that education is ongoing in, in all those various areas, but I, I think that one thing that, that we've committed to do is to provide uh, communication vehicles for the, the financial institutions to talk to their customers. We're going to develop, and have, in fact, we have uh, almost completed an implementation guide that bankers will be able to utilize to be able to not just technically implement .bank, but, but also from a communications and a branding standpoint, have a common voice to talk to their customers about the, the security requirements that are going to make this a more trusted domain, including the email authentication and the fact that because that email authentication exists, that there is a, a much higher level of trust the customer can have that the communication is actually coming from the financial institution. And that's a very exciting prospect to, uh, to actually, uh, from a communications and a marketing and, and otherwise standpoint, be able to, to provide a, a more secure level of communication with our customers and between financial institutions and potentially even between financial institutions and the regulatory community. There's been some discussion of, of that piece of it as well. So I think that uh, the email authentication just generally is a very important piece of this overall puzzle. But the fact that consistent with the anti-phishing working group study, the fact that, that we have um, anti-phishing and, and anti-spoofing provisions and, and security as well within the domain is going to be huge from the standpoint of providing the levels of trust which we want to maintain as we deploy this domain. Yeah, so David, what would some of your comments be about the need for email authentication in conjunction with the rollout of these new TLDs, just talking about maybe even some of the results that you gathered from your survey? At APWG, we have long been proponents of email authentication and in all its various guises, be it SPF, DKIM, or DMARC, and we're very happy that the .bank TLD is going to be requiring various forms of email authentication, particularly, I think Craig had mentioned uh, to me that they were going to be requiring DMARC records be published so that, for example, if a domain is not sending email, it will be rejected by receivers who have implemented DMARC. So I feel like it's a very positive step for the industry. The only caveat, of course, is that uh, there are hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of receivers who aren't implementing authentication on their side, so this still remains to be an industry push to get everyone running mail servers in the world to reject email that is clearly fraudulent, but .bank is certainly leading the charge here. And then before we close, are there any final thoughts that any of you would like to offer about the .bank initiative or email authentication generally? I think Dave covered it pretty well, as did Doug, that having this mandatory requirement for email authentication on top of all of the other requirements really sets us apart from other new TLD offerings and certainly from others uh, that are geared to the financial services sector. We're excited about that. We'll move into our general availability period starting uh, just next week on June 24th when .bank becomes available to any eligible member of the global banking community. And based upon the numbers we've seen so far during Sunrise, we're very encouraged that we're going to have strong a GA period and launch. And I look forward to seeing the first .bank domains resolving 
on the Internet soon and uh, later this summer, many, many more. And David or Doug, are there any final thoughts you'd like to share? Well, I'd like to make an offer to uh, any of your listeners that are going to be registering these domains. We are looking for early adopters. And so to the extent you want to be early in this journey, uh, we would welcome you uh, either contacting myself or Craig Schwartz uh, so that we can get you as, as part of that army of early adopters that we're going to see within the banking community. Uh, we have some banks that are extremely eager in terms of deploying .bank, and that's a very uh, additional good sign that, that we're going to have some early adopters that are really going to set the tone and the mold and raise the bar for, for all institutions. Tracy, I look forward to continuing the debate and discussion with the banking community and the registrars and registries around requirements for extended validation certificates for websites registered under .bank and other domains, because I feel like those can be effective in the battle of phishing where people, for example, will publish mybank.bank.securityupdate.xyz, which could fool consumers into thinking they're actually visiting a .bank domain when in fact they are not. So I think there are some interesting discussions to be had around that and some research as well to see how those further security improvements might affect consumer confidence. But I'm very excited about what .bank is doing, and it's been great to have Craig and Doug on the podcast today. Yes, and I'd like to thank all of you again for your time today. Very informative. Again, we've just heard from Craig Schwartz of FTLD Registry Services, Doug Johnson of the American Bankers Association, and Dave Jevons of the Anti-Fishing Working Group. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.